0: Welcome to the Exit Velocity Fantasy Baseball Podcast. My name is Brent. As always, I'm here with Jordan. How are we doing this evening?
1: Fantastic. Happy home run derby night.
0: Yes, (laughs) Vlad Guerrero setting records and kissing babies.
1: Jeez, 29 dingers in the first round.
0: (laughs) And I think he has the farthest one too, doesn't he?
1: Yep. And he surpassed uh, Josh Hamilton's uh, previous record of 28 in a round in 2008. Yeah, so, that's incredible. Yeah, and the uh, semifinals matchups, Jock Peterson, Vlad Guerrero, Ronald Acuna, and Pete Alonso. So we'll see that, see how it transpires as the show continues.
0: Yeah, is Vlad face Pete Alonzo, or is he face somebody else?
1: Uh, Vlad faces whoever I said in that order. It was one. Oh, I got so, you. Cool. So he yeah, could face yeah. Alonso. That would be a like, rookie combo meal. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, it would be. I got my money on Acuna, though. Yeah? I, just, I don't know. We'll see what happens, though. Yeah, we shall
0: see. All right, so in today's episode, it's going to be special. We're going to go over the top 25 of the first half. We're going to go over Boom and Bust players. We're also going to do the uh, top 20 Keeper slash Dynasty players from now and out. And we're also going to do top balls back players. Let's get it started. All righty. So at number one, uh, he's been there all year long pretty much, Kristen Jelich.
1: He's uh, going to hit 50 home runs and steal 30 bags, and it's going to be the first one in however many years.
0: Yeah, that is incredible. Ricky Henderson? No.
1: No, Ooh. better. 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 Barry, Barry Bonds did that? Barry Bonds, but better. Yeah. Oh, he's better, but who did that? Who did a 50-30? 50-30? Uh, he'd be the first one, I believe. Dang. Well, <laughs> I i mean, I could be wrong. Um, if you're a baseball enthusiast, you could uh, provide us some feedback, but I'm pretty sure he'd be the first one.
0: Man, that'd be incredible. Yeah. I think – I'm trying to th- think about the home – because he was in the home run derby and backed out, if his back actually hurt and if he's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: uh, – I think he's just uh it who knows, right? But um I think it was a wise move on his behalf. So.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, at number 2, uh we got Cody Bellinger. He's been pretty much at number 2 the whole year. Is he going to hit 50 home runs as well?
1: I mean, he's only 23 years old and it looks like he has the capability of doing so and I may even steal 15 almost 20 bags. He's got eight steals. Yeah. that has uh, 70 runs scored, 71 RBIs, too, to go with those 30 home runs and eight steals. Batting three seven points better than Yelich, And his OPS is, uh, what, 16, 16 points, decimal points down. So, yep. I mean, 23 years old, going back to preseason ranks and the debate of Chris Davis on the A's to Bellinger. There's no questions anymore. So
0: yeah, yeah, he's just incredible, and he's yeah. got first base NL feel eligibility, which first base is actually pretty important this year because that position is kind of shallow.
1: Yeah, so it's uh, it's cool to see. So good, yeah. Plan, only being twenty three years old.
0: Yeah, that is incredible. At number three, everyone knows he's the best. He's always in the top five. We probably don't even have to talk about him that much. Mike Trout, always the staple,
1: the one and only, and the fact that he's number three right now. I think it's actually ahead of schedule. So, I mean, yeah. the ball's got to be juiced, though. Like, all these guys almost got 30 home runs.
0: Yeah, uh, it's incredible.
1: Yeah. Uh, Verlander's already mentioned the fact that he believes the ball that the balls are juiced, but um, everyone's teeing off. And, to have, I mean, guys like him, they have 20 home runs already. I mean, that's like yeah. en- end-of-season stats yeah. that they're putting up in the first half. So, Great to see so far from the GOAT. Um, I get, I could see him uh, finishing number one overall, though. So we'll see how that yeah. ends up.
0: I, I believe that, too. Yeah, I think he could make a little – I mean, shoot, comeback, but that's crazy to say. But, yeah, he could probably slide in number one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, at number four, he just – he didn't do so well in the derby just because I think he's a switch hitter. He does have nice power, though. But his stat line literally looks like an end-of-the-year stat line. 69 runs scored, 27 homers and 84 RBIs, Josh
1: Bell. Mhm. Just unreal.
0: He's he like
1: yes. He's got like 69 end of year runs scored like Nelson Cruz would, but he's yeah. got he's got it backed up with 27 home runs and 84 oh, RBIs. Man. That's end of year type numbers and he's batting 302 still today. It's just impressive and to see, we're going into the next guy too um, before we go up his name. But there's three first basemen in the top five this year, and Josh yeah. Bell. I thought early on after seeing him click and do his thing, I still predict him to be a top three first baseman end of season. But wow, like he was—he was a free agent after our draft this year. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that's is crazy. crazy. Yeah, always was the guy that had the potential to do do, the, do this kind of stuff. But now he's doing it, so it's
0: awesome. Yeah, I actually thought what was pretty cool, the guy that was uh, tossing to him tonight at the Home Run Derby, he played in uh, AAA with him, and he coaches at Indianapolis, the AAA affiliate for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, okay. I don't remember his name, but he coached – he coaches there now, but he played with Josh Bell, so they're pretty good friends, so that was pretty cool to see.
1: Nice.
0: That's cool. Yeah. All right, I round up the top. Oh, no, nope. at number five we have a pitcher in there, and that is the number one pitcher, Max Scherzer, having another dandy year.
1: So with him, like he's turning thirty-five this year. Yeah, he's putting up career numbers this year. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I'm sure he can't. I don't know. I, I'm still confused because going over i know we're going to talk about dynasty ranks and whatever keeper ranks later on the show but he is the kind of guy like so he's 35 years old but is he still going to be the first player or first pitcher drafted in that kind of format because of like his skill set at age 35 if he's putting up career numbers at this age like what is going on
0: yeah, I mean, well, ain't Verlander, like thirty-seven or thirty-eight, and he's having a borderline career year too.
1: I think I don't think he's thirty-eight. I think he's like thirty-six, maybe at the okay. oldest. But like, still incredible. Like these guys yeah. are just like put like, and that's like the laughing stock of the league. Is that all these young guys? Everyone's drooling over the young prospect pitching prospects, but they they aren't they aren't showing up at the table. No, it's the, it's the old guys that have been around the block and that are executing at a high level today.
0: Yeah, as the yeah, once you go through the top twenty-five, it's all old reliable guys.
1: Yeah, they've got the arm to sustain, like the significant amount of innings pitched, and they're just doing their thing, striking out guys with a low whip. I mean, it's it's quite the year. Um, but to see, like I said, Max, like that's the type of scenario though. Like, where do you draft a guy like Max Scherzer and Dynasty? Where do you draft? Yeah,
0: him? I mean, for pitching. I honestly if I if I had to pick a team now the first guy I'd take off the board for a pitcher is Walker Buehler. Who's number 2? Yeah. What's that? Who's number 2? Probably Max Scherzer just cuz I mean he's so good.
1: And the only fight I would have against that is Garrett Cole being 6 Ooh, years yeah. being 6 years younger. Yeah. Because like is is Max Scherzer the modern day Nolan Ryan where he's going to pitch into his 40s and just strike dudes out and pitch all these innings, I don't know. Yeah,
0: because he still throws ninety-seven and ninety-eight on the gun. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: incredible. Like, He's a fierce warrior, and I love it. So,
0: what's so crazy to think? We, whenever we go over these guys too: Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Justin Upton, Rick Porcell, They all used to be teammates mm-hmm. in Detroit. Like, think of that. I, I, I just think that's crazy.
1: And JD have, Martinez, and they never won a ship. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: They had Miggy in his prime, Maglio <laughs> Ardonez, Pudge Rodriguez at catcher. Like that team, man.
0: Did they have Victor Martinez? Is that who you're talking about, Pudge?
1: No. No, he, Victor Martinez and Yvonne, his prime. Too. Yvonne Rodriguez, Pudge. Oh. Okay. The, the real goat catcher. Yeah. So, all those guys. What? Like, it's just interesting. It's just crazy. Yeah,
0: all right, so we should probably get moving along here. Uh, number six, we got uh, – I think he's probably the top first baseman. I don't consider Cody Bellinger first base. I can consider him more outfield. But Freddie Freeman, he's finally healthy, and
1: he is slaying. Yeah, he's. Uh, we've mentioned him in recent weeks. I would say he's capable of putting up – I'd say, like, he'll finish the year right around, like, 38 home runs, hmm. score right around 90 runs, and provide you with – right around like 111 RBIs.
0: Yeah, I so, agree right there. Yeah. But this is,
1: the I mean, the fact that Atlanta's clicking, Donaldson's re- rejuvenated, like that offense is sparking right now. And uh, Acuna is obviously, those leadoff homers is like what he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ozzie Albee's young presence there. I mean, they've got a bright, bright future. And they're also in talks, or they're one of those teams that's in talks with Madison Baumgartner. So, yeah, I mean they got the addition of Keiko. That team's gonna be hot down the stretch. I have, I have, I have faith in that. So,
0: yeah, yes, they will. All right, at number seven, mm-hmm. another old guy, Justin Verlander, just clicking along in Houston,
1: just slaying, just striking him out, being the, being the starter in the AL for the All Star team. Like, ah, jeez, just incredible,
0: dude. He's gotten he's gotten better since he's married Kate Upton. Maybe that's a, maybe that's the well, key.
1: Yeah, well, I'm he's good. also he also got traded to the Astros, and everybody on the Astros as a pitcher is just phenomenal. Yeah, like, that's true. Like Garrett Cole never struck out this many guys in Pittsburgh, but he's just taking names and writing checks right now in uh, Houston. So
0: yeah, yeah. All right, at number eight we got old reliable Charlie himself out in Denver. You have you're a proud Charlie Blackmon,
1: Chuck Nasty. Chuck Nasty, sixty-seven, sixty-seven runs scored, twenty homers, fifty-seven ribbies, only two steals, but he's batting 330. Yeah. 330. Incredible. People thought he was done. Like no one wanted him in the beginning of the year, and he was just getting tossed around. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be use any profanity, but he's he's just getting tossed around last year. Yeah. And at the, End of the year, like last year, his numbers he had, like, I'm sure he, I think it was like triple digit runs scored, but he only had 29 homers with like 73, 75 RBIs. And he's going to easily surpass that if, like, the way he's going right now. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. But the next guy, <laughs> Rafael Devers. Under. Who knew? I remember Jake laughing at me that I took Rafael Devers as a keeper and I'm laughing at you, Jake, for being at the bottom of the league. Yeah. But, the fact, but the fact that he has 69 runs scored, 16 uh, homers, 62 RBIs and 8 steals and he's batting 324. Man. Unreal.
0: Top Just third baseman. He's the top third baseman.
1: Above Arnato Rendon. Unreal. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, he's known for his power, and he only has 16 home runs. Once he starts hitting for power, oh, my goodness.
1: hmm Oh, my goodness. Bright, um, bright
0: future. Unreal. All right. At number 10, we got Pete Alonso himself, the rookie.
1: Mm. The, polar he, ba- the polar bear. The polar is that bear. what his name is up there? The nickname's the polar bear.
0: The polar bear, dude. He's a big guy. When they were all standing on the stage next to Josh Bell, he's as big, if not bigger, than Josh Bell. He's the polar bear.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, um, he's he's got fifty seven runs scored, thirty home runs, sixty eight RBIs. He's batting two eighty. The two eighty average is great to see in a home run hitter like that. So, yeah, Features yes, it... bright. there future's bright there, and I remember him getting picked sooner than some expected in our draft. And I still give a shout out to those efforts in doing so in that time. So,
0: yeah, all right. right. Yeah, at number eleven we got Garrett Cole. I know you own him as well.
1: Striking everybody out, Leeds league in strikeouts. I yep. do. I do believe his K nines thirteen point one one as a starter. I don't know how many K's he has on the year in his 116 innings pitch but I know it's north of 116 so <laughs> yep. um, could do the math if somebody wants to do that for me that'd be fantastic but uh, yeah 15 quality starts been a stud so far and I think he is I, I think he's going to win Cy Young in the AL and I know yes Verlander has been just exceptional yada 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 but I think he's going to rise to the occasion in the second half and just be that guy so we'll see what happens
0: yeah we will see at number twelve, uh, he hit a bunch of home runs in the Home Run Derby. I saw is Ronald Acuna Junior. mode. Uh, the only blemish on his stat line, the only thing I see, is on base percentage. His OPS is eight eighty
1: three, and a guy that has
0: twenty or guy has twenty one home runs. That's kind of surprising. So he's not walking like he should be, I guess.
1: From a lead off hitter standpoint, no, but he's hitting home runs. Yeah, that's true. He's hitting the. He's he's starting the game with fireworks, so that's what I like to see from him. But I mean, his two ninety two average is what sticks out the most for me. Yeah, I think yeah. he's going to be a stud. Obviously, going to be a stud moving forward. I think he would be more of an fantasy asset if he was betting three and four in that lineup, though. Yeah, I agree. So we'll see what happens.
0: All right, at number thirteen, we got the King Nolan Arenado. 20 home runs, 67 RBIs. Jeez. What he's th-
1: just a beast. Just conquers, conquers the game. He doesn't. Yeah. He. he uh, I saw his interview today on uh, a Baseball Tonight special. I think, or maybe it was with intentional talk on MB Network. But they were saying he doesn't do it for the money. He does it for the love of the game. And uh, he was kind of shaken, or like kind of like woke up by the fact that in 15. Games to start the season, he didn't have a home run yet. Yeah, and uh, he livened it up obviously now that he has twenty. But yeah. uh, I'm sure his end of season numbers will fit right in with his career stats. I'm sure. So.
0: Oh yeah, and he's making plays all over the field. You see, like two what was it two nights ago? That play, they were playing the shift left hander, and he like pr- went a- across
1: the entire field and <laughs> threw the guy out. I was like, Gee, Christ, it's just a beast. All uh, right, uh, what's that? I was just going to say, as far as a guy that can play both sides of the ball exceptionally well, um, he's that guy. Like, yeah, he's probably the best. Third base, yeah. Yeah. He puts everyone – like, yeah, first nod for sure.
0: All right. At number 14, we got another – oh, my God, your pitching staff is all on the top here. At 14, we got Han Jin
1: Ryu. Beast. But I paid for him. I didn't, like, just have him on my roster, so I'm not going to give myself that credit. But – yeah uh his microscopic ERA though 1.73 with a point nine one whip his k a little bit I mean it's not what I really covet or like but it's uh a point one seven. and he's yeah. the NL starter for the All-Star game so
0: Yeah 109 innings for Ryu in the fir- in a, fir- a half of a season that's pretty impressive
1: Yeah it's more of like end of season stats for Ryu so
0: Yeah, yeah oh.
1: so the fact that I gave up Nola and now Nola's rising to the occasion. I'm pretty sure if Nola be- continues to click, I'd rather have Nola over you and a season.
0: Yeah, I agree, just because he's not as injury prone.
1: Yeah, health reasons, upside, future. Ryu's like 32, so yeah. I- I'd rather take Nola.
0: Yep, I agree. All right, at number 15, the third-ranked third baseman, Anthony Rendon playing in his contract mm-hmm. year. I know you own him as well.
1: I love me some Anthony Rendon, and I think this is going to be his career year, and ironically it's in his contract year. Um, he's provided 65 runs scored with 20 homers and 62 RBIs while batting 304 with a nine ninety-seven OPS. He is a monster, and he may end up getting traded by the deadline. Who knows? But I don't really know if the Nationals are going to provide that. Uh, I mean, I, I've heard... Have actually been in contract extension talks with him, but I don't know if he's really. I mean, the fact that he's putting up these kind of numbers now, like, why would you sign today when you can yeah. get when you can get re- end of season money that's going to surpass what whatever the Nationals are offering him? So, I would hopefully he I hopefully just waits it off, sees what happens in the off season, and takes the best offer possible. But uh, definitely like guys in the contract year, like him, that rise to the occasion and do better than they have in years past. So.
0: Yeah, I uh, think he's going to get something like a Nolan Arenado type contract. He's pretty much the same
1: player. Yeah, 28 years old, right? I think. And uh, he's been stellar. Yes, uh, when went, yeah. went went healthy. So I think was when comparing his last year's numbers or previous year's numbers in the past, 20 home runs is typically what he hits in like September. And it's only July and he's at 20. So we'll see what happens at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, we'll see. All right. The number one reliever, he's ranked 16th through the first half, Josh <laughs> Hader.
1: Hating, drinking some of that Haterade. I love Josh Hader.
0: Yeah, he, he uh, he's doing a good job with the Brewers. I mean, he, he just throws gas,
1: and then I mean, he pitches so weird too. It's hard to see the ball out of his hand. Yeah, that's the delivery is what makes him untouchable. But the fact that he can pitch two consecutive innings if he's got multiple days rest is what provides that asset to a fantasy squad because he can provide that K nine in two innings. So with and he'll provide you that hold or save or whatever your format is. So mm-hmm. I mean, his on the year, his canine's a sixteen point five three. <laughs> I don't see anyone in the top fifty that has a fourteen. He's a sixteen point five three K9. Unreal. He's a monster. Unreal. On um, with the show though. Who we got next?
0: Uh Charlie Morton at number seventeen. Could he retire and win the Cy Young? That's the question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that was crazy. Like he signed this final year deal for his career, and he plans on retiring. But why, man? He's executing at the highest level of his career. But maybe that's just what Tropicana does to him, man, at age 35. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I guess you play in a dome, you never get rain on, never get the sunshine
1: on you. Your body lasts longer, I guess. You're not stressed out because you have no fans. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, that's the truth. (laughs) Who knows? But uh, Charlie Morton's been killing the game and he was taken deeper in drafts, I'm sure. So uh, he was preseason ranked 113. He's currently 17. Yeah. So there's that story for you. Unreal. All right, at number 18,
0: we got DJ LeMayhew, and what makes him even more valuable is he can play the entire infield but shortstop. So he can play first, second, and third now because he's been playing first base for the
1: Yankees. That's my DJ. That's my DJ. 336 batting average, man. Like his home runs, like he'll probably hit like uh if he hits twenty five, that'd be like a career high for him. Yeah. But he does everything else. He's scoring runs with sixty five and he's got RBIs with sixty three. Like his yeah, he's on base percentage. the Yankees, his, his on base percentage has always been high. I mean, he's eighteenth ranked and he was preseason ranked two nineteen. What is going on? Unreal. Like, I love it. I love it. So
0: all uh, right at number 19 we have Trevor Story. Uh he was hurt for a bit and he's still ranked in the top 25. That's impressive.
1: I think he was probably ranked in the top 10 prior to his injury. So yeah, I think 6th I saw was the highest. Yeah, he was really, really excelling at a high level with uh now he's got 68 runs scored, 19 homers, 50 RBIs and 12 steals. And he's batting two ninety two and I think that's his batting average to be that high is a surprise. But um Moving forward, I, hopefully he bounces back healthy and he just clicks the rest of the season because he's got 40 home run potential.
0: Yeah, yes, he does. All right, at number 20, we have the second-ranked reliever with 30 saves, Kirby, eight. Kirby Yates.
1: Hey, league leader. He's on my squad. I love it. Unreal, like, 30. Yeah, 30, dirty, 30. Can't get enough of it. Uh, but, yeah, as far as – imagine if he was on a winning squad – Yes, the Padres aren't bad, but, like, what? 30 30 saves in the first (laughs) half? Imagine, though, if he was, like, on, like, a – imagine what he would do on the Twins. Yeah, he'd have probably 35, 40. Yeah.
0: If they'd use him like that, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yes, the Padres are above average this year, and a lot of people didn't think they'd do as well as they have been. But, yeah, I'm a huge fan, so –
0: All right, at number 21, I believe the second-ranked shortstop, Xander Bogarts. Uh, He's going to have a career year this year, finally.
1: It looks like it. And uh, how how are you feeling about that whole Xander Bogart scenario?
0: Yeah, I'm all right with it. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I got Corey Seager now, Elvis Andrus now. But having Xander there would be nice. I didn't think he would do this, though, you know, just like Devers. I had Devers, too, for a bit. We all had Devers.
1: Yeah, we did. we all had our shares in Devers, for sure. But Gosh. yeah, going over, because you had Story, you traded him for Bogarts, right? Yep, correct. And then you had, yeah, okay. But yeah, all those guys, man, you could have had. Yes, I could have. Anyways, not the- I don't want to talk about it anymore. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at all these guys. I've, I've had shares in a lot of these players in the top
0: 25, and now they're but not. But just know
1: me. why. But just know why, because you're the number one trade candidate in a league. Yeah, like, my te- team name is Trade Pending. Yeah, because when in doubt, you want to trade? Hit up Brent. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me know what's going on. I'll give you something.
0: <laughs> all right, at number 22, another oldie but goodie, Zach Grinky.
1: Just, he's old-fashioned. Just gets the job yep. done. Dude, just he's the
0: drink. The he's an old fashioned drink. He'll slip yeah. on it. He gives you the good buzz.
1: No, mm-hmm. honestly. He just gets you what you need. Yep. That's all. 122 innings pitched with a 2.73 RA and a 0. .92 whip. That's <laughs> all That's all you need in life. With 15, the biggest thing, what he brings to the table is those quality starts. 15. Yep. So in the top 25 pitchers, he is second. Well, I guess in top 25 all of baseball. It looks like he's like – He's the only – he's a second in the top 50 with uh, 15 or more quality starts. So, stud. Yeah, he's on pace for 30. He just figures it out as he, as he ages yeah. how to, like, redevelop himself and not rely on, obviously, velocity. And he's continuing to do that, so it's awesome.
0: That's one thing that there's one guy that is just like Zach Greinke, but he hasn't figured it out. Felix Hernandez. If Felix Hernandez figured out what – Zach Grenke figured out because his velocity's gone. That I mean that's that's what he should have done. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I yeah I I also just think Felix Hernandez has worked excessively early on, and like he just got pounded for the innings. I would love to see like the total numbers of innings pitched. We don't have like a stat analysis to provide us that info, just like on the fly like other podcasts do, but like that kind of information just looks deeper into like because Felix was in the league at age 18 yeah so and just cost him 200 plus innings early yeah like he they just i mean he just lit it up and he just was exceptional early on his career and it's sad to see like him i mean hasn't been too late i mean he's i'd say what is it like 31
0: 32 he is 32 and i got his innings right here for you Two thousand six hundred ninety-six innings already, and he's thirty-two years, old, thirty-three years old. My bad,
1: thirty-three. How many years has he played?
0: He has played. Oh my goodness, he's played. He's already played fourteen years. <laughs> Unreal. He started when he was nineteen. The next when his age twenty season, he was already throwing one hundred ninety-one innings.
1: My goodness.
0: And then he, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight two hundred plus innings seasons.
1: Yep, and you wonder why he's got nothing left in the tank.
0: Yeah, that is the truth. God, I miss him, though, being good. I feel like the league was better when he was good. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. He's a beef.
0: All right, shoot. Okay, all right, we're at 23. Carlos Santana. Who?
1: Why? Yeah. What's he doing here? Imagine if he played catcher still. That'd be great. He, yeah, back in the day, I suppose he was playing the catch. Yeah, that. Damn, that'd be nice to have on the squad. But uh, as you can see, we're at number twenty-three, and no catchers have been heard of. So uh, <laughs> in the top fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a joke. Anyways, uh, but yeah, home run derby tonight didn't last long, but uh, nineteen home runs in the first half, solid for him. But he's batting two ninety-seven. He's always been an on-base on guy. Yep. OPS sitting at nine fifty-eight on the first half, so exceptional so far. We'll like to see how his season uh, – rest of season numbers end up. But it's been a stellar start to two thousand eighteen for him so far. So.
0: Yes, it has. All right. Number 24 and 25, we got two Arizona Diamondbacks, Ketel Marte and Eduardo Escobar.
1: Wow. So let's talk about him now because on the same team we can do this. Who would you rather have rest of season, Kettle Marte or Eduardo Escobar because they both play second base and shortstop? Uh, Who'd you rather have? Who'd you rather have the rest of the season? Eduardo Escobar. This is going to be a great debate, I think. But yeah, because they have, their numbers are essentially a wash. Except for Eduardo Escobar having, looks like, 14 more RBIs than him. Yep. Than Kettle. Yeah, I'd rather have
0: Escobar just because I think he's
1: more consistent, but we'll see. Yeah, no, I, I would prefer Escobar myself. And he just he just got second base eligibility. He was only third in shortstop, yeah, I believe. That's and, nice. Yeah, but ironic, like What like another thing is that uh, preseason ranked Escobar was two thirty six, Kettle was two sixty three, and they're both in the top twenty five. <laughs> and they're both and they're still both available in more than twelve percent of fantasy baseball leagues. Yeah, get 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 your head get your get your get your stuff right, <laughs> and go <laughs> go go ahead, go ahead and add him if they're still available. Yes, please. Please, Adam. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, that is the top 25 of the first half in 2019. What a year it's been. Juiced 100%. balls. I can't get enough of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll take a short break here, and we'll be back with a bunch more action. Welcome back to the show. Our first little segment here is going to be the boom and bust players of the first half of the 2019 season. Uh, For the boom player, the number one, obviously, I got Josh Bell. Like you said, he wasn't even
1: drafted in our league. Yeah, just killing it. I would say that's the number one for sure.
0: Yeah. At number two, he's been passed around our league. Rafael Devers, he's ranked eighth. We already went over that. You agree with that? Oh, for sure. Uh, Number three, he hits dingers, as you can see in the home run derby. Pete Alonzo. No doubt about it. Number four, Hunjun Ryu. I know you own him. Mm-hmm. Then number five, Go DJ. That's my DJ.
1: That's my DJ.
0: <laughs> All right. And the bust players at number one, take a wild guess. The bust? Uh, oh,
1: Joe Ram? Is that him? <laughs> yeah. Jose Ramirez. Yeah. Bust. Wh- Who would you rather have, Andrew Benatendi or Joe Ram, rest of the season? Benintendi. Yeah, there's actually upside there, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, I still... I don't know. He's Yeah, he
1: has been off. Oof. Both guys, though, quite honestly. I guess it's not actually... It's not a no-brainer. I don't really know who I'd want. I don't really want any of them. I don't know. They're both not that fantastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, the guy I have at number two here, Noah Syndergaard, I feel like he's ranked 551. <laughs> He's he his ERA is four and a half. It's a so, uh, north of four and a half. He's not been good.
1: No, and I'm real glad I didn't draft him because I thought about it for a brief second, and the only pitcher I was going to draft in our draft or in our league, after having four keepers, was uh Walker Beeler, but mm-hmm. he wasn't available. So Cindergaard was like that next type of guy that had the upside to be an ace. And I am so blessed and thankful that I didn't have him.
0: Yeah, I feel like not that long ago, people were saying he could be the best pitcher in the league.
1: Yeah, and now it looks like he's injury prone and he doesn't have it working out right now. So, yeah, for the time being, hands off. Maybe he'll get it going in the second half, but uh, I'm willing to wager otherwise.
0: Yeah, Uh, number three, this is a guy that I would not put my money in just because he is probably the most boom or bust player guy in the league, and that is Matt Carpenter.
1: Mm, Yeah. 8.09 he's ranked. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We can skip the subject. I know it's touchy for you. Oh, (laughs) I know I gave up uh, Raphael Devers to get a little Matt Carpenter, but. Remember, what did I tell you before you traded Raphael Devers? I just want the league to know. Or I want the world to know what what I told you. Like, what did I say? I was like, "You're gonna. Get, you can get Matt Carpenter, yes, but what does Raphael Devers have that Matt Carpenter doesn't?
0: Youth, <laughs> potential,
1: yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, your
0: favorite word, potential.
1: <laughs> but there is life there. Like he's. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Next topic.
0: Yeah, the thing is with Matt Carpenter though, what got me excited is the past two years he's had like that streak around playoff time, and he's literally carried teams, fantasy teams, to like championship
1: games. That's the thing. Yeah, his best statistical month is September, I believe.
0: Yeah. Yep. So that's. I think it's July and September, and then August. If you, you're, you're
1: hanging, if you're hanging around, you got September, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm falling hard. <laughs>
0: I'm free falling. Oh God! All right, at number four, we just talked about him, Andrew Benintendi. Benintendi, he's ranked two ninety three, and he only has seven home runs.
1: Yeah. He's a bust dynasty pick. Yeah, I, I, I gave up on him. I like. I don't. I don't have a like the leash is short on those kind of guys. Same with like currently. So for example, Eloy Jimenez. And even like in our draft or our season format, like these guys, like if they, they, I mean, I don't really know if I want him on my roster anymore. Yeah. Like they're not going to contribute day to day. And yes, they have that potential, but I want to win now. I don't care about the future.
0: Yeah. It, it, and dynasty leagues is so much different because sometimes you can throw those guys in the minor league slots. If you do like 180 plate appearances, things like that. But yeah, like you said, they're not going to help you win now just because they're not ready. Like they've only been playing for, they only have three hundred
1: at bats. Yeah, and that's just like, so I've always for the so we've been doing our league for nine years, and I mean the most like probably the past five years I've I've relied upon Tristan's ESPN ranks for Dynasty and like oh man get these guys in top twenty five yada yada yada, like that doesn't matter to our league. Like you got to look at the top three hundred, like you got to look at the rankings today. And go off of like numbers that are happening now to get your results for the end of the year. Like, don't care about the future if you're just trying to, like, you're trying to win this year, now, not trying to li- win for next year or the year before. You're your leader. Yeah. Cause, like, especially because we only keep four guys. Yeah. And I've been doing it wrong this whole time. And now I've got the name of the game and uh, I'm sitting 23 up on everybody in the league. So that's the kind of stuff that you care about is doing, winning now and not worrying about the future. You can win, you can do that later on you can adjust yeah, I mean, and make those changes whenever but for yeah. the time being like that's what it is
0: yeah i agree if i could trade draft picks i promise you my top 5 picks would be gone and i'd have a lot better pitching
1: <laughs> we're, we're we're probably doing you a favor by not letting you trade picks to be honest
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah you probably you probably are i'm surprised i'm even well i mean are the middle of our league is all just everyone's like two games within each other yeah Kind of crazy.
1: But like that's what you do though. Like you just recycle picks and you just play for next year, play for next year, play for next year. But like I think I honestly think we're gonna do your favor. And now next year you're gonna be loaded.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the truth. Sure. All right, at number five. Goldie. I thought he was gonna do good in St. Louis, but I don't know if he's still adjusting or what's going on. But he's ranked currently ranked four oh one ish.
1: Yeah, no, I was actually wondering like what Goldie's ranked five and what? So yeah, most overrated. Yeah, that's that's Goldie.
0: Yeah, what's crazy though, he used to be like a top ten dynasty guy when like three years ago. Everyone's like, get Goldie, get Goldie, you know.
1: Yeah, now but he's... now he's. I mean, there's uh, there's guys like Cody Bellinger, Josh mm-hmm. Bell, Freddie Freeman, Pete Alonzo, DJ Mayhew with first base el- first base eligibility. Even have Carlos Santana and the likes of Rizzo. Like all those guys are currently. Immensely outperforming guys like Goldschmidt, so yeah, I think his I think his his tenure as a top three first baseman has uh, diminished, and uh, I don't think he's going to be highly coveted in drafts in the future. So
0: yeah, he might be a third, fourth round pick next year, if that. I'd say fifth, sixth. Ooh, all right, yeah. So that's the top five busts we got. Uh, a couple guys I want to give a little shout out to honorable mentions, let's call them. G Alito I ranked at 55 that's a pretty good first half right
1: there yeah but I thought it would be better he's been touched as of late and I mean I think well he's also playing offenses like the Cubs yeah and guys teams like that so they're not he's just not teeing up teeing up on the Tigers so I mean yeah I'm still obviously impressed um but I think, like myself and others, we rushed to put him in the ace category. And it obviously hasn't been like that as of late. But re- end of season, rest of season, however you call it or verb it, I think he should finish top 25 in the starting pitcher category. Yeah.
0: Oh, I agree. Yeah. Like, I know Tristan and Eric, they rushed. But, it, dude, he had like five straight quality starts. So like, he's an ace. He's a bona fide ace.
1: Yeah, well, it just came with his pedigree, though, being highly coveted out of the system with the Nationals and then getting traded and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think he's figured it out. But uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he'll have a solid second half and uh, no, actually be drafted next year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, another guy, Mike Miners, ranked 50. Uh, I would say they're, the Rangers would sell him, but the Rangers keep winning. They took two out of three from the Twins. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm, you think Mike might? So you don't think he's going to get moved? I mean, oof! If the if the Rangers are within five games at the trade deadline of the wild card, he'll probably stay. I think.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it sounds about follow, right. Then, yeah, they're going to be gone. He'll be gone. Yeah. Did you hear that? The uh, so Ken Rosenthal reported from the Athletic that. The Astros, Twins, Braves, and Brewers are the the top teams interested in Bumgarner. Ooh, nice. Where do you think he falls? Because he's not going to end up on the Giants.
0: Uh, Yankees. Yankees? Yep. Yankees are Cubs.
1: But they're not on that list, man.
0: (laughs) I know, but that's how it always works with the Yankees, though. They always come out of nowhere and scoop up everybody.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure (laughs) – I'm pretty sure Bumgarner does not want to be moved to the Astros, though. I think that's in his no-trade cause. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, I'm not sure. I would have to have that information in front of me, but I could be lying to you all. I'm just thinking. I'm pretty sure that uh, that's in one of his requests. Yeah. But the Twins are on one of, are one of those teams that he would mind being traded to. So that's
0: crazy. A small market, Minnesota. Uh... I would love him on the Twins. Like I've I I'd I
1: dream about that at night. I'm a huge win now kind of guy. So <laughs> yeah. I would definitely uh spend money or spend prospects because you can't guarantee potential.
0: Yeah, this is the, I mean, this is the best twins team since two thousand what, nine, ten, eleven when we had Maurer, Morneau, Kadir, yep. Johan. Yep. Oh yeah, this is the best team we've had since then, so we gotta do something. And we're, mm-hmm. we're only
1: five games above
0: or five and a half above Cleveland. It's, slow,
1: right it's slowly fading away too because Cleveland's becoming hot and ho- hotter and hotter. And Kluber is probably going to be back next month. And then we'll probably just fade away and not make the playoffs. And, oh, don't say that. Well, I'm oh. just saying, like, make some moves.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Play with make the big boys. Moves. Play with the big boys, not with the little kids.
0: Yep, I agree. They're getting way too complacent. Yep. Uh one guy that we haven't talked about. It. I don't think we've talked about it really at all this year. He's ranked forty-five, and you probably would never guess who it is. But he was a former number one prospect like Byron Buxton, and he plays in the same division. Who is it? Can't be speechless. Yeah, you're speechless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, has, he plays second, and he has second and third base eligibility. Uh, he's a switch hitter. He has more power from the left than the right. Yeah. My Yep.
1: 45 ranked 45. Uh, yeah, I think he's been a pleasant surprise this year. Yeah, I, I agree. Actually tri- I actually tried to trade for him last week and got shot down because oh, he wanted, yeah. he wanted an arm and a leg and I'm not willing to give up the pitching. So that's what happens. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I thought,
0: I thought you almost cut out there for a bit. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you are speechless. <laughs> left speechless.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. I, I was pretty. I yeah, didn't have the answer.
0: All right. Yeah. So that's a couple surprises, and then one more disappointment. We talked about him. Or, well, Jameson Tyon, but he's hurt. But one guy that honestly, I think you could drop Lorenzo Cain. Like, ugh, <sighs> seven fifty.
1: Why are we hanging on to him?
0: One of my yeah, one, one of my thing.
1: one of our listeners actually asked where i I don't know if he asked for the advice or i just asked like we were just talking about his roster and i'm like do you still have Kane he's like yeah but he had larry uh ramon lariano on his free agency huh like lariano is gonna like he's on the pace to have 100 runs scored 30 30 homers 90 rbis and provide maybe like what 20 steals yeah, like that's the kind of guy that you want on your roster with upside. Because what's Kane going to get you? Not that. Not that. No, and that's like. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, don't don't waste your time on guys like that. If you can provide, if you can get something free that has potential to execute, because uh, low Kane ain't doing nothing.
0: Yeah, low Kane ain't doing no Kane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, One more guy that I want to mention. We don't even have to talk about him because he's so bad, and he's just a one-year wonder. Jesus Aguilar, what a one-year wonder bust. Who? Yes, exactly. We don't even have to talk about him. That's too bad. (laughs) All right, so top bounce-back candidates for the second half. At number one, Vladimir Guerrero. I think he's going to have a huge second half. What do you think?
1: Well, judging by this home run derby, uh, yeah. (laughs) Is he going crazy? Uh, To be honest, I haven't been paying attention, and I've been paying too much attention on uh, making sure this show goes well. So um, maybe I'm sure he's still in it because he hit 29 dingers in the first round. Record. Yeah, Alonzo and Acuna are uh, teeing off right now. Okay, very nice. Yeah, but uh, we'll see how it plays out.
0: Guerrero's going to be a top 25 guy in the second half, I think. He's just good.
1: He's just good. Yeah. What do you think his end-of-season batting average is going to be?
0: 280.
1: 280's batting 250 right now. He only has eight home runs.
0: Yeah, he'll finish with at least 25 home runs and bat 280, I think.
1: How do you think Eloy Jimenez is going to do?
0: I think he's going to be better than Vladimir Guerrero this year. I think he'll have better numbers. Yeah. Well, long-term Vlad Guerrero will be better, but Eloy is a stud. He's legit. For sure.
1: Uh, similar at bats for Eloy and Vlad, and Eloy's got eight more home runs. But he's yeah. got a lower average. Okay. But again, he's been frustrating, and in a win now strategy, I don't really have time for uh, the mediocrity.
0: Yeah. All right. Number two, he's been hurt the first half, but he could. He always plays better in the second, or is it the opposite? Justin Upton. Does he always get hot in the first half or the second half?
1: He's hot when he's hot. I can't really. I don't know. If it's. It, he's hot. How about to put it put it this way? He's hot when he's healthy. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of when and for how long that hot streak lasts. I just don't, I don't know what time of season that comes.
0: Yeah, he's uh, on. The sho-
1: isn't he on the shelf right now, and he's going to come back again? But he's he was already hurt for majority of the whole first half.
0: Yeah, his uh, he had that turf toe, and then he got a quad injury. But now he he'll be back at the beginning of the second half, and I think he'll do well. I think because he's batting three and four with the Angels. He has Mike Trout helping him out. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I think yeah. I Ohtani too. Right? I mean, oh. that's a kind of guy that we haven't really mentioned this year, but he's he's really impressing people this year.
0: Yeah, he's a beast. He's a stud. He's going to be – I think he's going to be a great hitter. Even if he doesn't pitch, he's a great hitter.
1: Yeah, no, going over, I'd like to pull up his stats just because, like, I don't really know if we expected what he's doing right now. Yeah. Do you have the stats on hand? Uh, Not right away. No. All right, I'll, I'll look.
0: I'll I'll get those pulled up. At number three. Showtime. Showtime. Dede Gregorius ahead. at number three. Do you think he's going to have a great second half?
1: I don't know if he's going to have a great second half, but I feel like he'll be reliable. I just think there's so many shortstops out there right now that you can grab that have his type of numbers and uh, provide you with more steel upside.
0: Yeah, I agree. But... Uh, I just think because they have him batting uh, – like four, five, six, and he has that short portion Yankee Stadium. So I, I don't know. I think he could have a pretty good second half, but we'll yeah. see.
1: Yeah, Shohei Ohtani on the year only two hundred or one ninety eight abs, twenty eight runs scored, fourteen home runs, thirty eight RBIs, four steals, batting three hundred three with an OPS of nine twenty four.
0: God, that's nice.
1: Yeah, so that's the kind of guy. Like I had, a, I had on the DL for a while but I also had Nelly Cruz at that point in time. And they both play only the util and Yahoo formats. I'm like, I can't have both useless people on my team. I, that's just not how I do things. So I end up dropping a guy like him before he became healthy and put up numbers like this. And I'm pretty sure that his numbers are far more pretty than Nelson Cruz's.
0: Yeah. I know the average on bases probably. And, and yeah. steals.
1: Steals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nelly don't steal. Yeah. Nelly don't know. <laughs>
0: All right, number four, he should be coming back healthy here soon. Carlos Correa is going to have a big second half.
1: I'd like to think so, but I wasn't going to hold my breath any longer, which is why I dished him and just relied on Dansby Swanson.
0: Ooh. He's
1: the yeah, I don't, I mean, the fact that he's been out for a significant amount of time because of some special massage in the bedroom, uh, you can go ahead and have a guy like that because I didn't have the patience for him. Um, two injury prone back injuries now. This with the rib cage or whatever. Um, what's next? You know, like I, I mean, sure, he can bounce back and be the greatest, but um, I don't have the time or patience for a guy like that because it's not worth holding my breath and having another deal stand come about. So, yeah,
0: yeah, who knows what's next? Yeah, like you said, the special massage in the bedroom, <laughs> like,
1: oh. <laughs> That'll take me six to eight weeks to recover. Must have been a good night.
0: Yeah, pretty soon he's going to have a right-hand discomfort.
1: (laughs) Call it Rosie Palmer.
0: (laughs) All right, number five, he actually came back and pitched a quality start, and he had a great year so far. Your boy, Caleb Smith.
1: Yeah, he's going to bounce back. And I don't really think he's going to be on a pitching limit anymore. So his innings pitched will not be playing too much of a factor for the rest of the season. So he's the kind of guy that I would invest in as always, you know, like there was the scarce, uh, the scare factor of him having a limit. And now since he was injured, I don't really know if that's still a thing. Yes, he had an injury, but um, that canine potential and the fact that he's been dominant when healthy, I like the guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's good. I have five more guys here I'll list off, and then you can talk about whichever one you want. Uh, Danny Salazar, James Paxton, Chris Davis with the K, Daniel Murphy, and Mike Clevenger. Who's going to have the biggest second half? Who's the first guy you mentioned? Danny Salazar.
1: Danny Salazar. Hasn't pitched since since 2017. And he might be coming back. Yep. And I think that he has the most upside that's a bold statement. But James Paxton, like five innings pitched here and there, maybe a DL stint. They're just being too cautious with him because he's so injury prone. And yeah. that's kind of what I knew from the get-go, which is why I wanted nothing to do with the guy. Um, but Daniel Murphy, you said?
0: Yep, Daniel Murphy.
1: Yeah, maybe he can get it clicking. Um, not real sure there. Maybe.
0: Chris Davis, I think, is going to have a big second half. That just
1: uh, – I don't know what's going on. Like, he's been well, banged up all because – Ever we were, since. We watched we were, him get hurt. Yeah, Remember? That, Pits, that Pittsburgh game. We were in PNC, and he ran to the wall. Guy should never play the field. Just sit out because then we probably won't be talking about this, and he'd probably already have, like, 35 home runs. Yep.
0: Ever since that day, he yeah. hasn't been been the same.
1: Yeah, his rib cage is just tarnished, and uh, he's been banged up ever since. So that sucks because – He's going to provide a, a 247 batting average with 40 dingers. And uh, he's not doing that right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, he could bounce back. As long as he doesn't hang out with Carlos Correa and gets those special massages, he should be good.
1: <laughs> One could hope. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows?
0: All right. So that's our bounce back candidates. And now we're going to do a segment to which at this offseason, we're going to release like a top 300 keeper dynasty.
1: We're doing top uh, 300.
0: Not now. Well, but, no, I'm
1: just, I'm just, no, I was just thinking like 300's a, that's a lot.
0: Yeah, I guess we could slim it down. I just thought of because Tristan does 300.
1: Yeah. Uh, we don't have to be Tristan it, though. Yeah, that's true. Let's, we could do two, like 200. I'd say 200.
0: Yeah, 200. Because yeah, once you get to 300, you're talking
1: about guys. You're reaching, that, you're reaching, and like those, the, like there's, there's zero accuracy between 200 and 300. Like you get, yeah. I feel like they just do that for because they have to, but like. I f- like one fifty two hundred. is probably like that threshold. And if anything else after that, like we can just add them to the list and like take back guys as we go on.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah. So, all right. So here it is: the top twenty two thousand nineteen mid season today and beyond keeper slash dynasty rankings. Number one, obviously, Mike Trout. I have. Uh, you agree no with objections.
1: that? No objections. Keep going. Number two,
0: this might surprise some people. Cody Bellinger, only 23 years old.
1: Zero objections there. Go ahead. Number three, Alex Bregman, 24 years old. Shortstop, third base eligibility. I like it. He's a winner. Keep going. Number four, Ronald Acuna, 21 years old. Beast mode. If you bat a three and four, he'd be better. Keep going.
0: Number five, Christian Yelich. The only reason I have him that low, he's 27 years old. And obviously after a season like this, there might be some regression, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong about him a lot of times.
1: Yeah, the only thing with Christian Yelich, he could either be like one or two with Trout. Um, but I don't really know like what that future holds with him and like how, how he's going to sustain this kind of stuff. But obviously he's done well since he's been in Milwaukee. So, yeah. You top move him higher. What do you move him higher? Yeah. Maybe, but I don't know where. And quite honestly, like we're talking about guys in the top five. He's a, yeah. he's he's in the top five. There's no particular order there. I guess it would have to come down to you being that bad in your in your league where you draft one or two and you'd have this conversation debate about it. But since I don't have that type like I, it's not type of conversation we have, so he's in the top five, we can carry on.
0: Number six, Nolan Arenado.
1: Yeah. Any objections? He's 28. He's 28. He's the oldest guy in this in the top. Yeah, he'll be.
0: I think actually he might be the oldest guy on this list. Uh, yeah. Number seven, Javi Baez. Uh, oh hi! Yeah. But he's if he didn't strike out, he is a stu- uh, uh, uh His numbers are
1: nice. Yes, they are. I I don't hate it because of his position eligibility, but I think there's a pitcher that could be there. I just don't know. So keep going, keep going.
0: All right, number eight, Francisco Lindor. Like it, like it. Number nine, this is going to surprise everybody in our league. It's going to surprise probably a lot of people. Juan Soto at 20 years old, and he's killing it.
1: He is. I would say the one guy that you haven't mentioned yet that I would like to see on this list because we're talking dynasty is Fernando Tatis Jr.
0: Oh, yes. I have him on the list, but he's not this high. Okay. All right. But he'll, he'll be on the list. Okay. At number 10, Mookie Betts.
1: Okay. Well, he how, he's awesome. slipping. He's slipping.
0: Yes, he is. He's been falling hard. Wow. Number eleven, Trevor Story.
1: Like it? Okay. Trey Turner at number twelve. If he can steal seventy five bags, which he was supposed to do this year, but he got injured. We'll see what happens. But I mean, what's he doing now? As far like what do you I don't know. Has he been has he been a disappointment? Has he been a guy that you uh, really wanna have? He's
0: been a disappointment because people are drafting him in the top five. Yeah. So that I mean that's where I would see him being the biggest disappoint, disappointment. Uh, disappointment in two hundred twelve at bats. Yeah, he's been hurt. Uh, he only has thirty six runs scored, seven home runs, twenty one RBIs, seventeen steals. Batting two eighty eight with eight thirty four on base.
1: Yeah, preseason ranked number six. Was hurt yeah. for a significant amount for a significant amount of games, but he's currently ranked two sixty one. And he only has 17 steals only, like it's nothing. But 17 steals is quite a bit. Seven home runs, though, doesn't excite me.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing.
1: If if you're uh, getting drafted sixth overall, you have to have power.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Number 13, Aaron Judge, 26. The Judge.
1: judge. Yeah, I agree with that. That's pretty average in most rankings I've evaluated.
0: Number 14, Vlad Guerrero, 20 years old. Like it, like it. This one might surprise a couple of people. At number 15, if you can stay healthy, Chris
1: Bryant. Mm. What is he like? Nope. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, number What's that? No, I was trying to think of somebody else I'd put ahead of him, but we'll see what happens. Keep going.
0: Number 16, Walker Beeler.
1: So he's the first pitcher, huh?
0: He's the, he's the first and only pitcher I have on here. Damn. Okay. Because I'm not a
1: – I get it. I get it.
0: Pitching wins, though. Just the remember top that. 20 in dynasty leagues, but it depends Pitching what formats you play.
1: Pitching wins, don't forget it.
0: Yeah, number seventeen, your boy Tatis.
1: Hey, hey he's not my boy. I wish he was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep it rolling. Number eighteen, Eloy Jimenez. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be, Joey Gallo.
1: Joey Gallo. I think. I hope he's gonna be better than Joey Gallo.
0: You think he'll be bet? Well, I mean, Joey Gallo's starting to find Like, Joey Gallo, here. Number 19 is Ozzy Albies, and number 20 is Joey Gallo. Wow. I have Joey Gallo at-, at 20. I think he,
1: yeah. He's only 25. And he's hitting for average right now. Yeah. That's the best part. I think, yeah. uh, I mean, he- I'm going to keep him in, my- in our league. Yeah. There's, like, no doubt because of his reliability and the guy that has, like, 50 home run potential. I mean, yeah. 50 home runs, he'd have to hit 30 in the second half. But he's batting 275, and in years past, he's only batted a dismal, like, 200, like, right above the Mendoza line. So, uh, yeah, I like it. Top, I like it. Good pick.
0: That's the top 20. I mean, you, you could easily put other guys in there and whatnot. I mean, Freddie Freeman should probably be in there.
1: Yeah, but he's, Look. like, 28 too. So, like, the oldest guy I think you had in there was, what, Arenado. Yep, Nolan old Arnotto. That's fine. Because he's still a king, so you're good good that was good uh I was trying to compare it to like other rankings as you're going along, and uh, that's a unique one because it's nothing like anybody else, so that's good yeah it's creative good good stuff, my man.
0: Oh, Vlad Guerrero eliminated Jock Peterson forty to 39 hmm. in the semifinals.
1: I think that's old news oh really i'm- pr- uh, well, I'm currently watching Guerrero and Alonzo. I think this is the uh, fin- I think The I think rookie this- final? Yeah, I think this is the finale. Right for the MLB. Yeah. The features home run special.
0: Yeah. Uh, a couple other fun information. That that futures game they had yesterday. Yeah. Sam Huff was the MVP. He's a Rangers number 21 prospect. Hmm. And two other guys to watch, prospects, Taylor Tramwell and Mackenzie Gore. I think Mackenzie Gore's going to – he might get the call with the Padres, I think. Yeah,
1: he's next. Arias for the Padres next. and Bo Bichette are my guys. for. He's on Toronto. I think those are the two guys that are going to get the call next. But I really don't see mm-hmm. any upside with pitchers going forward. I feel like Dylan Cease was the last guy that kind of got the nod on the pitching side. Yeah, But we'll see. Who knows? Uh, we've still got another half of the season left to go.
0: Yeah, we're over, like you said, I think you said something today, we're 18 weeks, or there's only 8 weeks left. Yeah,
1: for the fantasy baseball season, before we get into the playoffs. So, a lot can change by then. I just gotta close it out. Yeah. I just want that first round bye. That's all I want.
0: Makes it easy. Makes life easy. Yeah,
1: because I can plan for two weeks in one week. I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, trade deadline in a lot of leagues, and it'd be coming up pretty soon. So people got to trade. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say when when is our trade deadline?
0: I think in two weeks. Oh, really? August
1: <laughs> August first or something.
0: Really? Yeah, I think it's getting soon
1: coming up. I want to find that out right now, like actual info. Trade deadline. Man, that's that's when the that's the best part about our league. I just hope that you actually can. That's, I mean, yes, we're doing you kind of a favor that you're not being able able to trade picks. But that's that's so fun. Like I remember years past. It's gotten really exciting because you want like because last year I I I sold for the first time and that was super fun. (laughs) Just selling, just getting, getting, trading everything you have. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For picks. Set the picks. Yeah. but uh the, our trade deadline is august 25th oh that's a ways away so man. we got time we're chilling that's like that's oh, like yeah, got... that's like end of season like we're right we're, we're right before the playoffs at that point uh, okay yeah, like I it you. looks i feel like that's like six weeks out if i did the math correctly in my head Yeah. so good stuff well what else we got today is that it
0: I think that's everything, uh, just to make sure listeners are aware. We'll be back to our regular Sunday night schedule from now on out.
1: Yeah. We kind of didn't really know how to ex- execute this kind of scenario with the whole uh, all-star break hitting us. Cause I mean, there's really no rush to listen on a Sunday night, Monday morning, because we we're not yeah. going live and like games are not going live until Thursday, Friday. So that was kind of our thought process in doing so. Um, but uh, moving forward, we'll obviously get back to the Sunday night schedule, and I mean, maybe like do like a little segment for two starts on like Thursday or something, Wednesday, Thursday.
0: Yeah, we could for that upcoming week, or for well, we'll still be doing that Sunday night though. You know what I mean for the upcoming week. Yeah,
1: but I mean, I I, I mean, you could actually potentially what get three starts on the week for guys.
0: Oh, you could, yeah, because it's a long the, week. You could get three start
1: three start specials.
0: Thursday parties? You could. You could get a Thursday, Tuesday, Sunday. Let's get it. Oh, we might come out with a little special. Let's, then. Talk about it. let's talk
1: about it. Cool. We'll, we'll, just we'll figure like, it out. It's like MJK would say, let's talk, let's about, talk it. about it. <laughs> Hotel, <laughs> uh, side note, Hotel Diablo. His uh, most recent album just dropped in the recent week. I don't know if you're an MGK fan. I try to be. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of all of his stuff. But it's not bad. Give it a listen. Give him a shout-out for also free. Give, give him a shout-out for free. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's basically all I got. Uh, good luck in the second half. Make trades. Don't be scared. I feel like a lot of you are scared. Don't be scared. Take risks because uh, that's all I've done all season. So Risk it for the biscuit. Risk it for the biscuit.
0: All right. Yeah, the best – so just for everyone that listens to, the best advertisement for us is just letting your friends know. Uh, sharing everything on social media and let us know if you like the podcast or if you want us to do anything better or worse, or if you want to call on the show to leave a comment or ask a question that we can answer,
1: do it up, Uh, hit us up on the Twitter or provide us with a solid ranking or rating, whatever they do on the Apple podcast or various listening uh, formats. That'd be greatly appreciated. Again, thanks again for everybody that listens. Uh, great thank you all right have a good night